so my grandma got a degree in fine art from uh, the University of Hawaii uh, 50 years ago, 60? I don't know. She's aged now, quite old. She's sort of a Yoda kind of person. She didn't uh, make a career out of fine art. She made a career out of originally out of being uh, an educator and then out of being a housewife. That's kind of how she spent her life. Which gave her, I guess, a lot of time to read and she's the kind of person who reads a lot and puts a lot of thought into what she does and everything. Well, her eventual decision about her life was that she was a student of the human condition. She didn't phrase it that way herself. Conversations with her kind of lead that way is all. We would talk about, we tend to talk about Chinese philosophy and what, just how to live better and what that even means, you know, what, what is the whole purpose of being this human animal and how strange that is. Because she got this degree in fine art and has been a citizen of the world for as long as she has been and has made it her study to figure out what it even means to live a good life, she's come to an awful lot of conclusions about the function of an artist in a society. This is something that we can see contrast examples or con contrasting examples of why you need artists in history. There's plenty of instances in history when the uh, the idea of having artists was thought of as a frivolity, something frivolous that you should just leave out. Why should you leave it out? You should leave it out because it just seemed to be kind of this leeching thing on society that didn't contribute to the overall machine. One of the biggest examples of this trying to reduce human existence to the most practical that you could, that I know of, is uh, the Soviet Russia. It's a, it's just a, that's a low jab, but when it was Soviet Russia, when it was as purely communist as they could, as they ever managed to be, one of the things that they did was an awful lot of iconoclasm. They went around and got in the way of cultural development and tried to prevent cultural things from happening. I mean, like the the novel, um, the novel Doctor Zhivago is a product of communist Russia, but communism, that communist Russia, uh, Soviet Russia, Soviet Russia would have, wouldn't have seen it published. It only could only, we only have the book Dr. Zhivago because, um, the guy who wrote it, I forget his name. It's something obvious. He was corresponding with the central intelligence agency in the U S and the U S saw Dr. Zhivago as a really useful piece of anti-communist, anti-Soviet propaganda, and so they facilitated its publication. So when you when you sit around and you ask yourself, what is it that is the what that you need in order to keep human beings healthy and alive, and you try and reduce it to science, to purely practical things. We need shelter and we need food. If you try and reduce it to those things, then you end up with unhappy people. That sort of seems to be what history tries to teach us. 
So that's my take on this following idea, which is one that my grandma came up with. This woman who's got her degree in fine art from the University of Hawaii and then spent the rest of her life being a student of the human condition. I talked to her about it, what, whether it's uh, important for me to be a writer. And she says, yes, it's important to be a writer. And it's important to be a writer because everybody's thinking, everybody's feeling, but everybody's busy. Everybody's trying to figure stuff out. Everybody is trying to live the best way that they can, but everybody is busy with that. Everybody is busy with their expertise, with what keeps them, uh, with what makes them feel valid and important and useful, right? Everybody's got their own area, and that's good. So... Her suggestion is that if everybody's got their own area, but everybody is trying to figure out what it is to be alive, then most people are too busy to specialize in that area, as it were, to, to look at the way the world is and to comment on it, right? I mean, we all comment on it in our own lives. We go and we have conversations with our friends and family and the people around us. We have... It's one of our... As a species, one of our favorite activities is complaining, and I think that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing that we have this instinct to 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 critique what is happening around us. I think that having that instinct is the the reason why things ever get better is because we look around and we are dissatisfied. I think that perpetual dissatisfaction is probably one of the pillars of civilization if there is such a thing as civilization. That being said, an organized statement that is both stirring and shareable of an analysis of the way things are, my grandma proposes that to get that put in place, you need specialists. You need a specialist to design cars. So you need a specialist, she proposes, to examine the state of a man and to comment on it. That's what storytellers do. That's what she proposes. That's what creatives in general do. My area of creativity is storyteller. Alright, so... That's all I want to do with my life. It's all, The only thing that I'm even a little bit good at is telling stories commenting on the state of man being organized and stirring about it as much as I can be if I'm any good at anything that's the one thing that I'm any good at and it's what I want to do with my life and whenever I do that it's one of the few things that is rewarded and so I am led to believe that maybe it's not a bad thing for me to spend my time doing. The problem with that is that the 
sort of training that you get if you're trying to be somebody creative is that creativity should be its own reward. To an extent, it is because to a very real extent, the creative part of it is the most rewarding part of it. And it is it is a, 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 a an irritation and an inconvenience that there are there are worldly concerns that that I need to deal with, you know, like but the thing about it is like what I was saying before about uh, dissatisfaction, you know, the fact that we complain about everything is one of the reasons that we push forward with our lives and we push forward with civilization, whatever that means. In the same way, if I weren't ir- if if I weren't irritated some of the time, then I wouldn't be producing nice things because I wouldn't have energy. I mean, you gotta you gotta react against things. That's kind of the way I see it. it. There wouldn't be anything nice to say if there weren't unpleasant things to talk about. You gotta contrast things. It would just be dull otherwise. And so, okay, that that's all kind of a boring thought. It's maybe repetitive. The point is, it would be awfully nice to be able to concentrate. This is this is the great goal, I think, of most creative types. Is that that um, I, I was as I was watching the 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 trailer from one of the master classes. If you've seen these things on the internet, you've been spent like five minutes on the internet. You've seen that there's this thing that's being offered in the world right now, which is these master classes where they get some sort of expert in some field and get them to sort of describe, get put together a class of, of several sessions to explain their take on this subject. And it's kind of cool. I've got a couple of them and I was watching the trailer for one that I was considering getting and, and the lady who she's a writer I don't remember what writer. She's a, a venerable writer of fiction. And she says that the the biggest problem with being being with producing as a writer is distraction and not distraction from yourself, distraction from other people. I was a little bit grumpy with that as a thought because I think of writing as a social activity. It can't exist without other people there've got to be people out there who want who are interested in consuming whatever the story is and being expanded by it there's got to be subject matter and subject matter is most interesting when it comes from other people and so i need other people i i have it it takes a whole group in order to produce any story that i write i've got to talk to people in order to produce stories at the same time i got it i understood that my biggest enemy to producing fiction or any writing is uh, demands on my time, which is, you know, that, that's I think that's true of any pro- pro- project. If you got a project, distractions, things that are getting in the way of it, that are pre- preventing you from devoting a whole chunk of time to it, that is what prevents su- success in projects, I think. Or slows it, slows success in projects. If I had more time to devote to my books, then my books would be produced quicker. This is just, that's just practical. And so, worldly concerns are just straight up frustrating. Necessary? Yes. But frustrating. And I think that the 
thing that creatives are always looking for is freedom to to stop being distracted at this stage in my writing career I am hustling I am a hustler I'm hustling all the time hustling every day and I have to because gotta hustle to pay bills um, and that's not a bad place to be and I think it's a stage that everybody's got to go through before they really hit the sort of middle period of their career I would think of it as you know when you maybe have achieved a little bit of a cushion in your whatever it is client list employment the audience whatever it is and you can be a little bit um uh you can you can relax a little bit and I think there's probably a middle period later on I am in the early period where I'm hustling and I have to be which is I'm more distracted than I've ever been in some ways and also more focused because I'm allowed to write as the thing that I spend my time doing but I need to take breaks and go have conversations on other people's schedules because of the stage that I'm at at my in my career it's as it should be but it is a frustration and here's the thing that's inspiring in me and I think this is a really good idea someday I'd like to put together an institution some sort of like well-funded grant-based society like a club that creatives in my position we can apply to this institution, this creative society, and be funded for a while. This is what I think one of the big life goals that I'm going to put put a lot of thought into trying to make this work. I've actually thought about it a lot for years, and this is the the most recent version of it. The find uh, the earlier version was let's go find some rich people and and connect them with um, smart people, and in so doing, get the smart people funded. This is a little bit more of an organized way because I think that I could probably put it together as like a an institution with like maybe government grants and and human beings could buy into it who are just interested in in cultural uh, movement and the whole whole point of this thing is just to sort of pay the bills of creative people for long enough for them to get started and somebody like me I'd be able to apply with a portfolio. And if my portfolio is adequate, it would be judged by the board of directors or whoever. And it, if, if it's deemed sufficient and I come to them with enough of an idea about where I'm going to go for the next, I don't know, year, three years, then I would be taken care of, you know, while I'm hustling. While while I'm hustling, my bills would be taken care of. That would be the point of the institution. And then I'd find other creatives and I would do that for them as well. And the institution would have services to help them put together that plan. So you would basically just come in with your portfolio and your idea of one, and then we would develop your plan from there. The institution would have, like, coaching so that, like, 
if you are a creative type but you don't have any idea about how marketing works then it would be it would be the kind of thing where it benefits us if you succeed and so we would be helping you with your marketing we would be helping you with your organization with your networking opportunities that would be the purpose of this institution maybe such a thing exists already I've not heard of it. I've not found it. Maybe that's good. And maybe the moral of what I'm saying is that I need to go and find one of these and apply to it. But the if they don't exist, then the moral of it is that I want to put together this institution. So here's the declaration. This is this is where my thought is at the at this moment. This is where I have developed to. I am at the beginning of my writing career and it's awfully exciting. And I want to continue to tell stories because I view them as an important contribution to the overall quality of life of the human race. My stories are about courage and hope and moving forward and being bigger. And I think that creative people are valuable and it is valuable to have people who are brilliant and intelligent artists and they should be encouraged. And that if I achieve the success that I aim to, I would like to organize something that makes the path that I'm on one that maybe some artists like me in the next 10 years, 20 years can do more easily. It would just be super cool if uh, the wheels of society could be greased slightly for creative types. That's where I am.